1: Do you like the music I use for the podcast? Be honest, (laughs) y'all. Well I love it and I get all of my dope beats from Epidemic Sound. If you're looking for the perfect music for your podcast, Instagram videos, TikTok, YouTube channels, or anything royalty free in general, I am telling y'all Epidemic Sound is the way to go. Affirmations for Black Girls is proudly brought to you by Epidemic Sound, the ultimate music library for creators. All of my favorite creators use it so I decided to start using it too and the curated albums and themes literally blew me away y'all i can literally go on there and search songs for podcasting or songs for blog videos or listen to curated lists featuring black artists now i have been using epidemic sound for almost five years now and i can honestly say i swear by it you get high quality royalty free sounds a wide range of genres moods and even sound effects So today, if you use my link down in the show notes, you can try Epidemic Sound for free for 30 days and see how you like it. And yes, everything you use the music on for your free trial remains royalty free, even if you don't stick around for the subscription. But you guys know that I do not share anything that I do not swear by. So give it a try and let your girl know what you think. Oh, and the sound effects and the track used on this ad are also from Epidemic Sound. And once again, the link for your 30-day free trial of Epidemic Sound is linked down below in the show notes. Now, let's get back into the episode. I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw a post that really convicted me. It talked about why we can't always walk away from emotionally unavailable people. And I realized through listening to the video and reading the caption, that I had become accustomed to begging for love.
0: Powerful. Few things are as powerful. Few
1: things are as powerful what is up beautiful people and welcome back to another pep talk wednesday i am tired the creative your host and virtual cheerleader for the day delivering a midweek pick me up that you have been craving so get ready for some encouraging words and a dose of inspiration to brighten your day ready okay Hello, 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 everyone. I know it's been a while since our last Pep Talk Wednesday episode, but I am super excited to be here with you today. We are going to be talking about the phenomenon of begging for love. I have been dealing with this. Well, I actually just realized that, oh my gosh, I've always begged for love, but I have been dealing with this in just about every relationship romantically that I have Then in so in the opening I told you that I saw a a Instagram post and I'm going to pull that up and it's also linked in the show notes if you would like to see it save it yourself but the post was a video of this girl and she said the number one reason why you can't walk away from emotionally unavailable men and in the caption this is what it says here's why the addiction to the emotional unavailable man stems from this desire to be chosen, which is linked to unhealed childhood wounds. And you all already know, I've told you all about my childhood wounds and all of that. I have abandonment issues that I've been working through. So this really hit home for me because I knew it was connected. But as an adult, you constantly find ways that your childhood has influenced you as an adult. And for me, some of the childhood trauma that I have is related to abandonment. And that has manifested itself in my relationships by showing me that I need to beg for love, which obviously is not right, but it's something that I have done based on my childhood. So the caption goes on to say, they've actually done studies on this phenomenon involving the slot machines at casinos. When it comes to the games that you play at casinos, the ones that pay out steadily and consistently over time are far less addictive than the ones where you actually lose more often. Because when you win, you win big. You are not in love with an emotionally unavailable man. The one who gives you inconsistent attention by breadcrumbing or playing hot and cold, saying they want something, but then do something different. Essentially, you are addicted to the game of the relationship. Those intermittent hits of pleasure and joy are giving your brain dopamine. You are literally addicted to this emotionally unavailable man because the man who gives you his the man who gives you little hits here and there is going to be far more addicting than the man who is there consistently. The guy who is known as reliable, who's going to show up, who texts when he says he's going to text, who calls when he says he's going to call. When you have a date plan, he shows up. When you're going through something, he's supportive. And you know what else? He's the guy you friend zoned. Because If you are used to having to fight for your love, then the guy who is there consistently isn't going to be anywhere near as interesting to you romantically because he feels boring. We've been taught that love feels like getting butterflies in your stomach. And this is her caption says, babe, that is anxiety. The emotionally, the emotionally unavailable man that's making your tummy do flips is doing so because your nervous system is literally trying to warn you about him. And, and instead you're all giddy over the butterflies. This caption is so funny y'all. Um, To break away from an emotionally unavailable man, you have to break away and go cold turkey just like an addict would And to stop attracting this type of partner tend to that inner child within so that unavailability becomes a turnoff to you So that was the whole caption now She was specifically talking about unavailable men. Um, and i'm guessing she also has a course That's why I didn't go on to share all of that but She was specifically talking about unavailable men because I guess her audience is mainly female. But this rings true across the board. Everyone could be emotionally unavailable. It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman or whatever. So when I read this, I was like, wow, I really have dealt with this in my entire life. Um, Just quick backstory. If you haven't listened to our childhood trauma series, definitely go listen to it. I dive deeper into my childhood trauma and how it is also how it's still impacting me as an adult. Um, And also, if you have not listened, I do want to preface by saying, the words childhood trauma can be taken so harshly, like it's so deep. And it's like, I had a horrible life. I had a great upbringing, but there are certain things that I associated with danger or not feeling too safe in my childhood that I didn't necessarily have the words or the tools to share with my parents. So when you think about childhood trauma, it's not always so, 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 so bad. It can be a variety of things. So after reading that post, it just made me really think about, okay, Tyra, what does begging for love look like? How have I not ever said to myself, girl, stop doing that in the moment when I am actually begging for love. So one way that it can look is you are always available. That This is, and I'm talking about things that I have actually done. So um, you guys remember firefighter guy? I was always available to talk to this guy and he barely ever had time for me. And he was one of those guys that would breadcrumb. And he would just say it in a way like, oh, I'm really busy. I have work. I have work. I have work. I'm free in two weeks. What, sir? No, you, you got time before two weeks, but okay, it's cool. But my response to that would be, okay, well, I'm flexible. Okay, I'm always available. It kind of felt like I was just waiting around for him to want to see me. And in a sense, that is begging for love. You should be make yourself available for someone but I since he was very unavailable with his time I would move things around I would cancel plans with friends or move like just move them instead of keeping my promises to whatever else I had going on I would change it because this is the only time that this man was available and I wanted to see him another way it could look is there is a constant feeling that you're not good enough And I have felt like this in um, not my last relationship, but relationships prior to. I I constantly felt like I was not good enough and mainly in the relationship that I was in when I moved out to Los Angeles. Um, And I think it really stemmed from the fact that when I would look around at his friends or the people that he hung out with or the people that he spoke highly of, I didn't see anything like me in those people, whether it was, you know, friends or women, men, whatever. I didn't feel like, I'm like, okay, well, this is what you like, but you don't tell me what you like about me. And that feeling then began to make me want to change myself. And one thing that Tyra will never do again, y'all, is change herself for no man. Do not change yourself for a man. Do not change yourself for a partner. The beauty of a relationship, a healthy relationship and a relationship that you should be in is that they love you for who you are. You do not have to change. And what I mean by that is change things that are intrinsically you. Like, For example, this is a very crazy example, but it's the first thing I could think of. If you like eating hot dogs with mayonnaise, on them. And when you're around this person, they constantly make you feel bad for loving this thing. So you decide, okay, I'm not going to eat this hot dog with mayonnaise anymore because I feel like I'm not good enough when I'm around this person terrible example but I'm just giving you an example of something frivolous in that way I'm not talking about you know healing old wounds and all of that your mental health that's a whole different story but things that make you intrinsically you based on your your likes your interests things that you are excited about changing that for a person will just hurt you in the future
0: bet mgm has an unreal deal for sports fans in virginia turn five dollars into 150 dollars instantly when you place your first wager at bet mgm simply download the bet mgm app and sign up using code champion 150 then BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See betmgm.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: And another way, the last way that I'm going to touch on that begging for love can look like is, which honestly, encompasses the last two things that I said is you violate your own boundaries that could look like a lot of different things like for example how I said um, I would change plans plans with friends or even plans with myself if I'm violating um, my word to myself that's violating a boundary because I should be able to trust myself and when I was talking to this guy I couldn't really trust myself because I just I just did whatever. Like if he said, "Hey, you want to go to the movies?" I can go at this time. Let's just say that I had I don't know, scheduled a massage or therapy that day. I would switch it around. I would change it around because I wanted to hang out with this guy. And that in itself is not bad, but the fact that I would always do that, it was never a no, I'm not available. Let's figure out something else. That clearly showed me that i am begging for love and i'm making myself overly available um and on the flip side of that that could make you less interesting to the person just like we talked about a little earlier that could make you less interesting to the person because you're always available it gives them the gives them the idea oh i could text tyra right now and she going to be down to do whatever. And sometimes that's okay. But every single time, no, you have to put yourself first. So what are your boundaries? And your boundaries can be physical boundaries as well. Like if you're allowing someone to do something to you physically that you don't feel comfortable with, but you're letting them do it because you like them and you want to know, you want them to know that you like them and you want to make them happy, don't violate your boundaries for people. We're not doing that. Now, we talked about begging for love, what it could look like. How do we stop doing this, y'all? And I will say that this is an ongoing thing. The biggest thing about life that I have realized is that throughout your whole life, you are learning how to live life. Nobody is ever perfect. You never know everything. We're always learning. There's always new things. We're always experiencing newness in some way. So how do you stop begging for love? The number one thing that came to mind when I asked myself this question is to really focus on you. What are your interests? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? What outside of other people can you do to love on you a little more? So you know what love feels like. You know what a healthy, wholesome relationship feels like for me. I just, I said, okay, Tyra, we have all this time to ourselves. What do you, what brings you joy? What do you like to do? Well, I have been wanting to explore new creative outlets. So I took myself to a pottery class. I started doing pottery. I have been spending way more time in my garden again. I work out. You guys, you guys know all this stuff. I talk about this all the time, but that comes from me putting myself first and focusing on tyra and pouring into tyra's cup and truly enriching my life another way if that's like a little daunting for you like hanging out with yourself um focusing on you it'll definitely come down the line but start by hanging out with friends your safe friends friends that make you feel safe in every situation friends that you can just sit around and look in their face and not do nothing those friends Are pivotal in a time where you are trying to love on yourself more because they're not judging you you don't have any strings attached you don't have to be a certain type of way around them hang out with those people that you feel comfortable being a hundred percent you while you are learning how to love because that's truly what they're doing they are loving you unconditionally you might feel like just watching tv with somebody there call one of your safe friends hey I'm feeling blah, but I really want company. Can we watch a movie together and not talk? You have to have friends in your life that you can express yourself however it comes out um in a, you know, a healthy way and they're like, "Okay, I got you." Those people are super 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 important. And I think this is the the biggest thing, the last thing that I'm going to mention. Recognize that you have had trouble with connections in the past and feel it through. When I was growing up, I did recognize that I had like a weird relationship with relationships, but I didn't know I couldn't put my finger on it. And two, I would always just literally throw it to the back of my mind. I would suppress it. I would try not to think about it. I would deflect. And I did that for a long time. I did that, um almost all the way through my relationship with the guy that I moved out to LA with. And that's when I started to realize, okay, Tyra, no, this that I'm doing in my brain right now is hurting me in the long run. So I started to shed light on those parts of myself where I used to suppress and deflect. And I just started to unpack it all. And of course, I did that through therapy. I talk about therapy all the time. I started going to therapy on better help. It's a great platform if you wanted to just get your feet wet. So I have linked it down below um, for you guys to try it. Try it out. Definitely go over there. Um, it's pretty easy to use. You could do virtual therapy, phone calls, all of that type of stuff. You don't have to go into an office if you're not ready for that. But yes recognize that you've had trouble with this. Because I think when we're able to recognize the troubles that we have had, It's easier for us to pinpoint, oh, okay, this directly happened because of X, Y, and Z. And now I know how to handle myself in that situation next time. Or I have something to talk to my therapist about or something to journal about and really brainstorm ways for me to overall just live a healthier lifestyle and stop begging for love, whether that is romantically or platonically, because we also do it in friendships. Why don't they like me? Ooh, how can I get them to like me? Same thing. We do that in platonic relationships as well. But it's very important that we realize that attention seeking in a way that doesn't serve us is hurting us in the long run. So you guys know that for each of these pep talk Wednesdays, I give you a challenge. So today's challenge is just a a journal prompt. I want you to ask yourself this. When you are thinking about relationships as a whole, whether you have more trouble in the platonic relationship arena or romantic relationship arena, or both me, both, I want you to ask yourself. Well, first I'm going to tell you why, why I'm going to give you this challenge. I saw another post on Instagram, a video, um, by Emmanuel Ocho. Um, he has a YouTube channel called conversations with a black man. That's how I found him. But then I started following him, following him on Instagram And I came across a video the other day and he was just saying the easiest way to delay detour or deny your destiny is to continue to feed an emotional connection with people that are no good for your life. And that really hit me because especially now that I'm dating and I'm, you know, um, entertaining men and trying to figure out, what my life will look like in the future because you know I want a husband, I want to be married and all of this stuff. I think I need to be a little a tad bit more intentional on that, feeding emotional connections with people that are no good for your life. Because you know, girl, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know when a relationship is empty. When a relationship is not serving you, when a relationship is hindering you, you know all of that stuff. It's just about making sure that you're not suppressing it, deflecting that idea, you are exploring it and recognizing the way that you feel, taking inventory of all of that. And then ask yourself, are you moving in purpose, with purpose, or on purpose? Is this connection serving me? Ask yourself that because I don't know about y'all, but I want my plan A. This is something that I always put in my prayers. Uh, I'm like, God, I want my plan A. I want what you have for me because there's multiple plans. I believe there's multiple plans for your life depending on what decisions you make. Because God gave us that autonomy to be able to make decisions. So I want my plan A. So am I moving in purpose? Am I moving on purpose? Am I moving with purpose? Because I do not want to delay, detour or deny my destiny based on something that I didn't have to do in that way because I knew deep down that this wasn't serving me. But the instant gratification of it all was outweighing my want for my plan A. So that's your challenge. For this week if you want to share your answers you can definitely email me at affirmations for at gmail.com that's the best way to get in contact with me and also below um and i have this on every episode but we have a poll question and an open-ended question that i absolutely love reading you guys' responses to and i'm actually going to start sharing more of them on the podcast so if you're listening on spotify Go down to the poll question and the open-ended questions. I would love to hear your thoughts. So today's poll question is, do you believe that seeking love and validation from emotionally unavailable partners is tied to unhealed childhood wounds? Let me know what you guys think. And then our open-ended journal question of the day is, Can you identify any specific childhood experiences or wounds that might have influenced your relationship choices? And how can you work on healing those wounds? I've talked about this in detail on the childhood trauma series. If you guys scroll back on the podcast, you'll see, I think it's seven episodes. It's a very, very, very good listen. Um, But yes, you guys, we are done begging for love we Hey AFBG family, want more inspiration and resources delivered straight to your inbox? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive occasional updates, thought-provoking challenges, and empowering resources to deepen your self-connection journey. Join our newsletter community and stay connected with us and let's grow together. Sign up now using the link in the show notes below or by going to tirethecreativecom podcast. Once again, that's tirethecreative.com. /podcast Relationships are like flowers. They bloom, wither, and sometimes they even need pruning. Remember, your self-worth doesn't depend on someone else's validation. It's time to let go of those who don't nourish your soul and start tending to your own garden of self-love. And that all starts within you. You deserve a love that's consistent, nurturing, interesting, and truly fulfilling. So embrace your worth. Break free from old patterns and step into a future where you choose partners who have seen your value from the start thank you guys so much for listening to today's pep talk Wednesday episode if you have any questions about anything we mentioned in today's episode shoot me an email at affirmations for black girls at gmail.com make sure you're following us on Instagram at affirmations for black girls on threads at affirmations for black girls on X or Twitter at afbg_podcast, and on YouTube at Affirmations for Black Girls. We have a lot of different platforms. If you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, the link is down below, and I always want to hear from you guys. So, if you want to fill out our community connection form or submit a question, those links are in the show notes as well. There's a plethora of links down there. Take some time to check out the show notes. Make sure that you are following the podcast. Make sure you rate us and leave us a review. I absolutely love reading all of your reviews i cannot even express to you guys how grateful i am for all of your kind words i you don't know how much y'all pour into me i really hope this pep talk wednesday episode has helped you up (laughs) giving you a midweek pick me up and i cannot wait to see you guys again next week for another episode of affirmations for black girls know, I am all about self-care and one of my favorite self-care activities at night is listening to a sleep story. So I've been using this meditation and sleep app called Calm that I think you guys would really like. I mean, I've talked about it a few times on the podcast already, so it's only right that I tell you guys about it. So I love the sleep stories and they are the perfect way to wind down and drift off to sleep after a long day And y'all, to be honest, I recommend the ones that are actually for kids the most because they have fun voices, music, and sound effects. But they also have some that are more meditation based to drift off to sleep as well, which I listen to when I'm feeling anxious or I've had a really tiring day. So I want to help you experience the joy meditation brings to my life. So I'm giving you a seven day free trial of the Calm app. So head to the link in my show notes to check out the Calm app today and prepare to be more calm on.